Hello, Internet. It's Carl down here at Seven Hills, and we have Brian, Mr. Z, our brewmaster. We're hanging out. We are... What are we drinking, Brian? Hefeweizen. Call it uh, It's Bananas or dollar sign hashtag It's Bananas or Shit's Bananas, if you like. It's America. Call it whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's in PG-13 movies a lot, so I think go. it's fine. Right? Yeah. Perfect. What? So, I've been pretty stoked about this. I think a lot of other people have been waiting to drink this for a while. We just released it, what, last weekend or two weekends ago? Uh, Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> it's about a week ago. Yeah, it was about it's a week ago. Officially a week ago. So, right. Yeah. So what made you want to do this beer? Uh, I've been wanting to do a Hefe on the scale for a long time. Um, it's just uh, a brewery the size and where we're at, um, patience is the game. So um, time came up for a summer seasonal. I couldn't think of any other one that I wanted to do than this guy. Um, perfect summer treat. I think so. Um, this is a kind of a base foundation for some future beers we want to utilize with uh, this particular yeast strain. So like in the future, I would foresee kind of building up the, the ABV to pick up a little bit more banana flavor and doing a strawberry banana, mm-hmm. um, possibly even tossing just a scotch lactose in there to sweeten it up and kind of create a little bit of a creaminess for like maybe a strawberry banana smoothie, maybe put it on nitro, kind of give it a, a little bit of that creaminess. And then, um, more let's see let's see closer in the future we're looking at using this as a base beer for uh banana bread um this winter nice so, now yeah. is that banana bread gonna be like a like a stout or a, a sour or just kind of just still it's got darker bread. components it's gonna come out uh, think of it kind of like taking this and putting some brown a nut brown ale characteristics into it gotcha um and then um I know a guy that knows a guy that stole some pecans, so uh, maybe we'll get some pecans in there. They didn't really steal the pecans. We just got a line on them. So, um, it sounds more- cooler if you steal them, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, ooh, these guys are badass. <laughs> Is this a 79? It's not even out yet. I know a guy that knows a guy that stole some shit. Right. But no, I am I always love Pepevisons, like especially when you get the nice oh, yeah. banana and clove yeah. in there. You would like to think that the yeast rain's going to do all the work and you can't go wrong with it, but... Um, Turns out I've had a couple of bad Hefeweizens. Got to be a little patient with it. Right. Let the phenols clean up a little bit. Otherwise, you're going to get kind of that plastic vinyl record sort of a phenol- mm. phenolic characteristic. We push this definitely in the direction of banana ester. And then you're definitely getting some banana uh, bubble gum coming across. Thank you, Hefeweizen yeast strain. This one in particular because um, it is right on point. Um, we stressed out the yeast intentionally uh, to really drive up that ester profile. Went all sriracha ace hops on the front end okay. to volatize the dilliness out and bring a little bit of lim- lemon characteristic. Uh, we are in America. We've certainly seen people uh, garnish their hefeweizen with a lemon slice before. I'm um, hoping nobody does that here. If they want to, that's fine. Uh, but this was kind of a, hey, let's get some lemon characteristic in there. Sure. Finished it with some Simcoe's. Uh, those are kind of fruity as well. Uh, did a heavy calcium chloride addition to bring out some sweetness and uh, went straight from a protein rest to an alpha rest to bring uh, some dextrin, uh, dextrin profile out uh, to sweeten up the product. So, um, you know, we took a traditional product, did a traditional grain bill on it, and then Americanized it just a little bit. And um, one thing I really like about this is sometimes less is more. So we use six ingredients on this barley, hops, yeast, water, oats, wheat. That's right it. Um, nice. don't be confused just because bananas in the name, uh, we bring that out with the yeast. There is no banana in this product. I'm not saying in the future, we won't put banana in a product. I'm just saying in this product, 
it's a minimalistic approach in regards to creating a little bit more of a challenge for yourself in creating good product with less products. Yeah. I mean, it definitely turned out very well. Um, you would have surprised me by saying there's no actual banana extract or flavoring or whatever you want to call it. It's, you know what? It turns out that was all the yeast. Not, not me at all. We, we just laid it out for it to play it out. That's it. You told it to do a job and it did its job. So we just manipulated the, we flavored the wort and, and let it do its thing. Yeah. I mean, I love these kind of heavy licenses. They're really hard to find. The ones that I like. I usually don't drink them because they're usually not what I like, but this is definitely great. And I can't wait till there's like 100 degrees outside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a nice, crisp one inch head on the top. Mm-hmm. That's a, the one thing I really like about a. Belgian Wits, Hefeweizen, uh, anything with a lot of weed in it, uh, right. you get that crisp, crisp white head on the top, yes. and, and it's creamy, Yep, and uh, it, it's just really inviting to drink. Um, I did use a pale wheat, which darkened it up a little more than I wanted, but it brought out just a little bit more sweetness, so it was kind of give and take there. I think it's got a good color, good golden yeah. color to it. Once you get out in the sun, it, it, it's kind of more on, on point with where like a traditional Hefeweizen would be, sure. but uh, you know, this is America, so I'm... I may sacrifice a little bit darker color for a little bit. Uh, uh, we do what we want. And how yeah, we want. Kinda, yeah, pretty much. Use it as a training or as a baseline and right. make it our own. For sure. Which, I mean, which is what makes it us great and makes, makes you a great brewmaster. And that's why I sit there and enjoy your uh, hard work. Okay. Well, Cheers, buddy. Talk, touch and tips. So... Word on the street is that you're kind of doing something different with our morning groaning. Uh, that was a three-phase project. Um, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I wish I would have just tore the Band-Aid off and just did it all at once. But um, okay. we're on our last phase, so we're going to open it up to distro. Uh, it's going to lighten up in a little a little bit in color, and it's going to move into unfiltered, and we're getting a little bit of wheat in there. Um, that's just, generally speaking, a good idea for any sour, special, especially kettle sours. Um, get some wheat in there. You're going to build the protein load. You're going to dive, uh, diversify the nutrient load uh, for the bacteria, uh, specifically the amino acids. Um, and then it's Monin and Gronin. It's, see, Sean's original idea was to kind of base it off of a uh, lemon head. And so okay. if we lighten up the color a little bit and get that haze in there, like the idea beyond that is a secondary component is, hey, it's going to look more like a lemon head as far as color and, and clarity or lack thereof. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we, we've definitely, that was one thing we were completely overhauled. We uh, changed the bacteria load on that. Um, we're uh, using a, a little bit of cocktail. We went from lacto-D to lacto-B and P, and uh, that is far more effective. Um, and it kind of diversifies the organic acid load in there, which kind of diversifies your ester load and gives you a little bit more fruitiness. Um, and then fresh hand zested uh, lemon, um, we eliminated the lemongrass uh and just went heavier on the lemon zest okay um and then sriracha aces on the front end for that lemminess and uh we're finishing it with uh, a little bit of lemon drop so um this is a fun one um we got a little bit of uh dextra pills in there too that's another change to sweeten it up a little bit you know i look at kettle kettle sour a lot of kettle sours like like candy to beers right, right. so yep. you, you want if you like sour candy like uh, a good, good kettle sour, right? Um, do you think? Do you think our normal moaning, groaning, just average customer drinker is going to be able to tell a huge difference, or do you think it's going to take someone that knows beers to be able to taste the difference? 
Well, you taste with your eyes. So like if you go one, from one to the other mm-hmm. as a reference point, you're immediately going to notice like, hey, this is lighter in color. Okay. Maybe it's a little bit hazier. Um, not really sweating that. Um, the important thing is it's a better product. Sure. Um, this is a, this is our flagship sour, so it's meant to be a beginner sour. It's right. meant to be easy drinking. So we're gonna we're gonna keep the pH roughly where it's at. Yep. Uh, we do uh, do another a couple of other little tricks to or culinary tricks, we'll say, to uh, kind of make it our own as far as uh, supplementing a little bit of a uh, citric components in natura- naturally. Um, but uh, see, I think when we first started out, that was not soured. To a point where I would call it sour, it was tart, but it is most definitely sour now. Yep. Uh, we will do a seasonal kettle sour coming up this summer, and we will drop the pH on that aggressively. Nice. This guy right here, though, like it's our flagship. We want right. it friendly to everybody. We'll, we'll call it a beginner sour. Yep. So we'll keep it right around that like three six range. Yeah, I know. When and people ask me how sour it is, I go, if you base it off one to ten, it's a three. Like it's a yeah. You know, it's just, yep. it, it's just very easy going. If it's your first introduction to a sour beer, it's a good way to get That's into perfect. it. That's perfect. Absolutely. That's exactly how. It, yep. Yeah. And then you know, I mean, I love the sours ones where it smacks you right across the face and sucks your face right off. You know, it kind but, of kicks you in the teeth a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's always but, a good time. And but. then there's a time and place for that. And uh, that time and place is for an upcoming seasonal kettle sour with uh, pink guava. We're going to be doing so. Mm-hmm. Keep That'll an eye out for that. Yeah. That'll be good. That will be good. That will be. Always good. Always sours. Like if we just did sours, I'd be the happiest boy alive. But unfortunately, not everyone's like that. But it's all right. So, but patience, my young Padawan. We, we got our, <laughs> our barrel aged sour game rolling right, right now. There we, we, got, go. we got well, some fun stuff in there. Um, 